Welcome to Top Breed Cats, the show for anyone who loves cats. Today we will talk about the Cheeto Cat and the Norwegian Forest Cat. There we go, finally. Okay, uh, my name's Quinn. I am Ollie. Ollie. And Bye. we both have two cats who we love very much. First, before we get started, I want to say welcome to 2022, everyone. We've made it through 2021. So, congratulations. Okay. I have something to say. Go ahead. We couldn't get our friend to post his first episode, so we can't do cat science until that happens. We're going to wait for a bit until cat science, but we've decided a little bit about our format for cat science this time. So, for cat science, we're going to um, have Hayden, our friend, create... The video, we're going to send him some questions that he's going to answer. So if you have a question that you would like answered in cat science, please email that to us with our email later in the show. And now I'm going to start you off by talking about the Norwegian forest cat. This breed is a very playful and active breed, and they're very friendly to everybody around. It does need to be brushed a couple times a week just because it has long hair. They do not... Do not vocalize with you very much unless they need something. Um, it does need some attention, but it can be left alone for a little bit. It's sort of independent, but I mean independent, but not very much. It's a very hardy and intelligent breed, and is very docile as well. These are natural athletes of the cat world. The Norwegian forest cat love to investigate counters, bookcase, bookshelves and the highest parts of their cat trees. They would much rather, uh, despite the wild years of the, in the forests, ah, um, sorry, I skipped a bit. So, they're actually, they are active and playful, and love um, to play with you, uh, and they have a fun, loving spirit well into adulthood. But don't be fooled by the breed's impressive muscles and all-weather exterior. They're sweet, friendly, and family-oriented, and they love their human family and friends. Despite the wild years in the forests of Norway, or perhaps because of it, they would much rather cuddle than prowl, as I said, perhaps because of the years spent in Norway's harsh climate, nothing phases them much either. They take new people and a new situation in a stride. As cats go, forest cats are strong, silent types. They are conversely great. They are great purrs particularly when perched besides their favorite humans. So they love their people. These are outgoing and gorgeous breeds, and they tend not to bond with one person, but rather love everyone unconditionally, no matter what. The history of the Norwegian forest cat is, of course, in Norway. Well, that's why they're called Norwegian. They're a natural breed, and despite a feral appearance, not a descendant or hybrid of any wild cat species. Forest cats probably arrived in Norway from Europe, descendants of domestic cats introduced to Northern Europe by the Romans. Very interesting.
It's supposed that the Norwegian forest cat has existed for a long time, since several mentionings of the large, long-haired cats exist in Norse mythology. Estimates of when these cat tales were written vary greatly. Most Norse myths were passed down by an oral tradition and were finally recovered in what was the Edda poems, written sometime between 800 CE and 1200 CE. No, 12. Yeah, 800 and 1200 CE. The myth suggests that domestic cats have been in Norway for hundreds, possibly thousands of years. Whether the cats portrayed in the myths are forest cats is not unknown. Is unknown. They have a very muscly body and they're very well balanced. They're moderate in length and they have a substantial bone structure with a powerful appearance showing a broad chest considerable girth without being fat. Girth is sort of like the belly area. I know that because I ride horses all the time and there's a a gear piece called the girth which goes around the tummy and um, it that area is also called a girth. Um, males may be large and imposing. Females may be more refined and smaller. It just means that the males are probably going to be a bit larger than the females, as most mammals. And then their legs and paws are medium, with hind legs longer than the front legs, making um, their back end higher than the shoulders. Thighs are heavily muscled, and lower legs are substantial. When viewed from the rear, back legs are straight. When viewed from the front paw, they appear to be toe-out, large, round, firm paws with heavy, tough between toes. They have a long, bushy tail. Um, They have a... Triangle-ish head with the fur. It makes it look like a triangle. They have medium to large um, ears. Their coat is a is almost definitely a long hair. At the least, would be medium hair. Um, they have a distinguishing double coat, considering a dense, consisting of a dense undercoat covered by long, glossy, and smooth, water-resistant guard hairs hanging down the sides. That's kind of impressive that these cats have waterproof hairs. I mean, waterproof fur. That sounds sort of like a sea otter to me. All right. They have every color and pattern that is possible, with the exception of showing hybridization resulting the colors. So that means as long as they're not... uh, They have every color... Available to non-hybrid cats, meaning it's not a mix of colors, patterns, etc. They have large almond-shaped eyes, and they can be green, other colors like that. I'd say they're typically shades of green. They can also come in gold or copper. Oh, my cat wants in. Give me just a minute. Okay. Well, the All right. Um, and then the Norwegian forest cat um, is usually between $800 to 
$1,500. They can usually live to be 14 or 16 year old, uh, years old. And hmm, let's see. What am I missing? What? Ah, what is the health of a Norwegian forest cat? The health of a Norwegian forest cat is a generally healthy breed. Um, they can fall victim to um, weight-related problems like diabetes and joint issues as they age. They can also be susceptible to glycolin storage disease, heart or kidney disease, and retinal dyspepsia. I think that's how it's pronounced, but I'm not an expert in these topics. I get a lot of my research um, done from other things like that who are experts. So my facts are scientifically proven. Now I'm going to pass you on to Ollie for a cat called the Cheeto. I know you're thinking, wait, isn't that a chip brand? And the answer is yes and no. It's also a cat. They're spelled a little bit differently. So Ollie, tell us more about this um, cat that has the name of a chip. Yeah, it's a very odd name. And so their origin is the United States. They were bred around 2001, pretty new. And they lived to be up to at least 10 years at minimum and maximum of 15. They are 500 bucks to 2,400. Their weight is normally 12 to 25. Their body length is usually 16 inches to 22 inches. They're usually a foot tall to 18 inches. And those these large, exotic, and active cheeto cats are fun-loving individuals, crave attention for their families. They tend to get on well with everyone, other pets included. These incredible cats have a wild appearance even though they might be eight generations removed from the wild cats. No idea what that means. It means that um, they possibly were originally bred with wild cats, but um, eight don't generations have any of those ago, genes. they don't have any, since eight generations ago, they don't have any more wild cat in their blood. Okay. Don't let that fool you, though. <laughs> They are dedicated lap cats, happy to curl up on the couch and enjoy some well-deserved time on the TV with you. <laughs> Cheeto cats can weigh more than 20 pounds. Wow. I already said that. And, and as they are relatively new, they are also a month a month Oh, I can't. My mouth isn't working today. <laughs> Among the rarest. Among the rarest. Yeah. Since Cheeto cats have several generations removed from their wild ancestors, they thrive in high-quality cat food and have no special diety requirements. And their grooming is, these cats are not prone to shedding. Their hair is extremely short. Eee, adorable. Light brushing can help bring out the cat, the cat hair sheen. As Cheeto cats are large and active, your furniture will thank you for keeping their toenails trimmed. 
their exercise needs. Cheetah cats love to jump, climb, run, and explore. They thrive in interactive play, and they appreciate access to a tall cat tower, wall shelves, and window seats. <laughs> their health is, as hybrid cats, Cheetos, tend to enjoy a robust good health, cataracts, eye disease, sensitivity to something I can't pronounce, and heart disease may be inherited for some cases. Do you want to learn about Cheeto history? Sure. All right. The Cheeto has relatively new breed developed by Cheryl Dryman. Dryman. Cheryl Dryman. Sorry. In 2001. Cheeto cats are the first to be created by crossing Bengal cats with Aussie cats. The goal is to create a new cat with a gentle, friendly nature that has a physical appearance to a similar to a wild cat. Although Cheetos are gaining in popularity thanks to their incredible personalities and exotic good looks, they are not yet recognized by the Cat Fanciers Association or any cat breed registering place. That's what I'm just going to call it. <laughs> Big standards are the body should be large, muscular, with well-proportioned, Female Cheeto cats generally weigh up to 15, while males tend to be 23 pounds. Their heads should look like triangular heads with a proportion to the body. Their ears should be white at the base with rounded tips. Their coat is thick and soft with a plush velvety feel. Their eyes are green to gold with a rounded shape. Their legs and paws are well muscular. Muscled. The hind legs typically stronger than the forelegs, contributing to the, <coughs> contributing to the Cheeto cat's distinctive walk. A Cheeto cat has a long, proportioned tail with rounded tip and wider base. Their colors are include black, brown, spotted, senna, with variations of sorrel, tawny, golden, mugging, hondeni, black. Brown spotted tan, black spotted smoke, black spotted silver, and lynx pointed gold spotted snow. I don't know why I did that. I did. That's and, our first um like song um, description of cat colors. That's very impressive, Ollie. Please give a round of applause to Mr. Oliver Crossman for the first song. Cat colors! <laughs> Alright, continue, Black, Ollie. brown, spotted, you know, with variations of sorrel, tanny, tawny, gold, mahogany, black, and brown, spotted with tan, black, spotted, smoke, black, spotted, silver, and wings, pointed, gold, spotted, snow. You don't need to do that again. <laughs> Alright, and that's all for the adorable little Tito. All right, if you want to know what Ollie means by adorable, check the description, and I will have links posted down there to images of the cat breeds. They've been there for all of our episodes, so if you just haven't scrolled that far down, you might want to try it. All right, Ollie, I have a question for you about the Cheeto. Yeah? Do you know why they're named Cheetos? Let me look that up. (laughs) Okay, Ollie will be looking that up. 
Meanwhile, I will be saying a bit of thank yous to some of our resources for today. Thank you to Petfinder, um, Norwegian Forest Cats, and then if you would like one, there's also 37 available for adoption on Petfinder. So please help us find a great home for these cats instead of um, getting one from a breeder because there's still plenty of excellent cats out there who need homes instead of kittens who were just born and made for people to come and take. Because I'm sure that's how these cats were before they were put in shelters because their owners couldn't keep them. If you're thinking about adopting one of these breeds, please check PetFinder or AdoptAPet.com instead of getting one bred from a breeder. Both of my cats were from shelters, and they are some of the best pets I could ever ask for. And then thank you to AllAboutCats.com for Ollie's Cheeto Adventure. All right, Ollie, cat stories. You said you had one about Max and Toby. Or Toby. Yes, but Google doesn't have the answer. Okay. <laughs> That's something that you can research, listeners. If you can find the answer, please email us with the same email address I will say in just a few minutes. All right, I have a cat story. Then shoot! Toby can open my door. Ah, oh, yes, that sounds familiar. First, Serena mastered it. Then she taught Nala. And then, yeah. My dog knows how to do it as well. Now? Uh, all right. Oh, jeez. So that's one. Here's another story that just happened earlier today. My mom came home from a long day at work in the ER and, while we were still at school um, and found a pantry door open. And you know what was on the floor? A small gray, no, not gray, white Siamese kitten named Serena trying to eat uncooked suction cup noodles. We think that she opened the door because it can't shut all the way. And then she was climbing up the shelves and she knocked over this thing. She also found a bag of cat treats back there. I'm surprised she found it. I didn't even know there were some back there. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so then she and Olaf, my dog, started eating it. Well, yeah, I'm not sure how that will come out of them. So, good luck, Serena and Olaf. I hope I do not have to pay for an expensive surgery, or technically my parents, but listeners, you probably get the idea. All right, um, so if you have a cat story that you would like to share with us and would like to hear it on the show... Please send us a name of your cat, what they did, and then your name so we can say thanks to Ollie for this incredible story about his cat so-and-so, I mean Max, or something like that. It was Toby. Yeah, but I'm just giving an example. If you would like to hear about your cat on this show, let us know at topbreedcats at gmail.com. That's also where you can let us know if you have any cat questions or know the answer to why Cheetos were named Cheetos. So that's T-O-P-B-R-E-E-D-C-A-T-S at gmail.com, all lowercase. And you, can, and if you send us one, you can probably expect to hear it on the show in a couple weeks or so. So next. You mean as soon as we can for the next episode, which is probably yep. the next one. 
as soon as we can. All right. Then I have a little bit of a cat myth for you today. Ooh, what is it? It's not necessarily cat myths, but allergic. Are you allergic to cats? You would probably think it's the fur, right? Wrong. Uh. It's actually the stuff in their saliva. So you can get a hypoallergenic breed that has like a denser coat so that they don't lick it. No, I don't know what type of coat you would want to look for, um, but something that they do not lick very much. Or you just grain your cats intensively. Yeah, there's also hypoallergenic wipe wipes. With hypoallergenic wipes. Yes, um, here are some breeds recommended for those with allergies. You could get Burmese, like what Nala is, or Siamese, like what Serena is. Balinese, we've talked about a lot of these. Russian blue, if you want one, there are some hairless breeds called Sphinxes, Bambinos, and Peterbalds. Just from the top of my head. All right. So, Ollie, anything you would like to add for this episode? Um, um, uh, Happy New Year. Yes, Happy 2022. And we'll see you back here next week at around the same time. Oh, one more thing. February. We will not be posting for the first week of February because as sixth graders, we're going to science camp. Camp Campbell. So, that will be very exciting for us. But that will be our week off in February, just because we're not allowed to bring electronics. So, Happy New Year. We'll see you back here next week. And enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Goodbye.